Today we will read a section of scripture and discuss what it means and how it applies to our lives. It is my hope that God will speak to you through these words and bring you closer to Him. I am blessed to have this opportunity to speak with you and I thank you so much for being with me here today. If you find value in what I am doing, please support my efforts by buying me a cup of coffee. It would help me financially of course, but it would also encourage me to know that there are people out there who appreciate what I am doing. My cash app is dollar sign black hat today. That's dollar sign B-L-A-C-K-H-A-T today. If you prefer to send a check, you may do so care of B.K. Royster at Post Office Box 807 in Oxford, North Carolina. And the zip code is 27565. Also, if you wish to support WCBQ Radio, who broadcasts my program in North Carolina during the week, you may send a check to them, care of their station manager, Loretta Smith, Post Office Box 1005 in Oxford, North Carolina, 27565. Today's scripture selection is Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. The King James Version reads as follows. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous, he is a buckler to them to walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment, and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. The New International Version reads, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver, and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just, and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you, and understanding will guard you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word 
that I will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The verses for today are instructive. They read in some ways like many self-help books you can find in any library or bookstore. The difference in our verses today is that this advice is not based on one person's life experience or on one person interviewing a lot of people coming up with their best advice for success. The advice we have today is timeless instruction from our Creator for how to live our lives. The advice is easily understood and is presented in the form of an elder talking to a younger, less experienced person, a parent to a child, or perhaps an uncle to his niece. The main idea in our scriptures today is that we should seek wisdom. But what is wisdom? Wisdom has more to do with common sense than it has to do with knowledge. The idea of the absent-minded professor comes to mind. The knowledgeable professor can go on for hours and hours explaining physics, accounting, chemistry, or some other field. But he cannot tell you where his shoes are when he needs to go to the store. This is an extreme example, of course, but it does show the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom is a practical application of knowledge to your everyday life situations. Wisdom is less about how to predict the path of an asteroid and more about what to do when a bully is in your way or how to find your way home when you're lost in the woods. These are my examples, and I think they make the point. But fortunately, we have the wisdom of God available to us if we choose to seek it and grow in it. Let's get right to it. In this scripture, Solomon is likely advising his son, but his words are for everyone. The first thing he tells him to do is to hide these commandments within him. He is to have them with him at all times and within easy reach, and not simply as in a wallet or a pocket, but have them in his heart so they will come to the front of his mind when he needs them. You never know when you will need a particular bit of wisdom to guide you, to motivate you, or to help get you out of a bad situation. But in order to have them, you must first be an active listener of wise people and an active seeker of wisdom. We are on a path of wisdom when we hear and obey God's words. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, but not in a shaking terror. To fear the Lord is to have respect of God and his word, to the point of obedience. To know what action God requires of us is not enough. We must have it within our heart to act on this knowledge and wisdom. In earlier verses, wisdom is described as a woman crying out to be heard. We must do our part and cry out for her and find her. In other words, we must actively search for wisdom. Many people in the world are consumed with money and wealth. Many have spent their lives gathering money, cars, homes, land, and more only to, near the end of their lives, lose the ability to enjoy any of it and finally to watch it all go to someone else anyway. While that is a sad picture, there is an admirable trait within it. The person here has been diligent in their search. They probably sought knowledge from many sources, from their family, from schools, from other successful people, etc. We should be even more diligent in our search for wisdom. Our goal Wisdom is much more valuable than any temporary material possessions. My limited experience with worldly wealth and people who have large amounts of it is that they become bored with it. 
their chosen level of wealth is an end to itself. So when they achieve it, what is there to do next? Some raise their goal higher and start again, or compete with someone to beat that person's number. Even worse, though, some become so obsessed with protecting their wealth that this obsession consumes them. After all, they spent their entire life getting it, and it's all they have to show for their life, and they cannot start over. How much better is wisdom and the search for wisdom? This search for wisdom changes and is different as we grow, as we move into different phases of life and have different needs. This search for wisdom connects us to the people around us. It is never-ending and it is free. The wisdom we gain from God is fulfilling and brings a humble peace into our lives. In contrast, the knowledge and wealth found in the world often results in violence, oppression of others, and death. Knowledge is a wonderful thing, and God uses knowledgeable people to fulfill his purpose. But knowledge without wisdom is often destructive. All the more reason to seek after the wisdom of God. We need God's wisdom at every stage of our life. We must always seek wisdom, grow in wisdom, and grow in the ways of God. One of the best ways to do that is to seek out mentors. Mentors who are themselves seeking the wisdom of God can share what they've learned with us. We must study the Bible and pray. We should also have a strong circle of Christian friends around us. Friends we can go to for advice, of course, but also for fun. God wants us to understand his desires for our lives, but he also wants us to have fun and enjoy our lives. What better way to do that than to have a group of like-minded Christians around you with whom you can enjoy life without giving in to the non-Christian-like temptations of the world? group of friends who can strengthen you as you strengthen them. As you all grow in the wisdom of God through the different stages of life, you become life examples to one another. As the saying goes, I would rather see a sermon than hear one. While it is good to have this group of friends and family, we are not always able to spend time with them. We are at times alone. At those times, we are able to focus more on God and on our search for wisdom. The passage here refers to God being our buckler. A buckler is a shield that is buckled to the arm of a soldier for protection, leaving his other arm free for offense. The soldier with his buckler, his shield, is serious. He is firm in his purpose and he's prepared. God is our shield as we diligently seek his wisdom and his desires for our lives. By taking the stance of serious dedication and actively working to understand God, to understand what he wants for our lives, by living in obedience and actually seeking God's wisdom, God will preserve us and keep us. We will live peaceful, joyful lives when alone and when with others. All the while looking forward to the day that we can go to our true home with God. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. Please email me at blackheadradio at zohomail.com. Call or text me at 832-377-0044 with your request. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
If you find value in my message today, please support my efforts by buying me a cup of coffee. It would help me financially, of course, but it would also encourage me to know that there are people out there who appreciate what I'm doing. My cash app is dollar sign black hat today. That is dollar sign B-L-A-C-K-H-A-T today. If you prefer to send a check, you may do so care of B.K. Royster at Post Office Box 807 in Oxford, North Carolina, 27565. Also, if you wish to support WCBQ Radio, which broadcasts my program in North Carolina during the week, you may send a check to them, care of their station manager, Loretta Smith, at Post Office Box 1005, also in Oxford, North Carolina. I'm Kirk Royster, and it has been a privilege to talk with you today. If you'd like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-044 or email me at blackheadradio at zohomail.com with Christ Quarter in the subject line. I'll see you next time right here on the Christ Quarter. If it hadn't been left up to justice